True love does not ignore problems. True love does not ignore egregious behavior and act like everything's normal when it's not. True love's going to try to help people to, hey, come on, we, we can do better. I think there's this kind of this idea that everybody has to agree on everything. You see it on Facebook that there is constant arguments of we all have to agree on this, whether it's the virus or a mask thing or the political, but really coming back and, and looking at it that, you know, it's okay to disagree with one another sure. and to love one another. I'm Bill McMinn, Senior Pastor of Beagleville Bible Church. And this is the Way to Go podcast, and we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's Word, breaking it down, making it practical to everyday living. And we love to do it. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life this is what we're all about. Welcome to Christian Country. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. Start that over. Christian Country. <laughs> Welcome to the uh, Way to Go podcast. I'm Bill McMahon from Eagleville Bible Church. Along with me is Adam. Now we've established where we're at and what show we're actually doing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, we're talking about love today. And one of the things that I see, especially in the Christian community, and that's 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 where we operate a lot. So yeah. obviously talking to people within the church, seeing different situations is one of the, we know that we're supposed to love God and love people. No doubt about it. Uh, sometimes I think that my concern is that love has become kind of a shield or a blinder to a lot of things that are unaddressed um, in a person's life, uh, perhaps in the church where people are not taking sin seriously because, well, as long as I love people, it doesn't matter where you're literally allowing monsters to flourish in a church because, or in your home maybe even, uh, or friendships because you don't want to say anything because that would seem unloving if you told someone, hey, you know, you really shouldn't yeah. do that. You know, and that would be a bad thing to do. So, you know, I'm going to, we'll start off this way. We know the love is unconditional, so we can kind of start there. Romans 5, 8, God demonstrates his own love for us in this. While we are sinners, Christ died for us. So God demonstrates it. We were sinners. He died us, or he died for us. There's no doubt about it. You know, that's what love is. You know, you're a sinner. I can still love you, right? Yeah. It's that God, he calls us to repentance. He calls us to to deal with sin. And I think that you see that in the church today um, and amongst Christianity is that sin isn't called out. Right. Um, because if you're, you call out sin, then you're hateful or you're a hypocrite or any of that kind of stuff. But that, that's really what discipleship is. That's part of uh, accountability, right? you know, and that's really helping a person really grow in their Christian faith. That's part of that, that, that Philadelphia, that brotherly love right. that should be there between Christians. Yeah. I've always, uh, I think love is a challenge for sure. Cause you're supposed to, in the Bible, you look at it, Hey, love your enemies. Uh, yeah. love those who are, you know, persecute you, love those who say things against you. So you're, you're loving even them. You're supposed to love people that God sends across your path. As you look at the good Samaritan where there's a, a Samaritan loving a Jewish person who was his enemy and he still loved them. He didn't even know him. Yeah. He still showed love. And so we, we understand we're supposed to do that, but the love is unconditional. And so when I challenge myself from that perspective to say, okay, well, God, you love sinners. I should love sinners. What does that mean for my life? What does it mean for your life? To me, at least it means hey, I can love somebody even though they're not perfect. I can love people that we disagree with. You look at Facebook, there's a lot of disagreements going around. <laughs> I, I can still love you even if we don't agree 100%. Yeah, I, th I think it's the, the people, like you're saying, um, in the church 
and out of the church because um, we're all sinners, you know, that, you know, we've been saved by grace through faith, but it is, you know, loving each and every person, you know, despite uh, their sin and, right. and, and caring for them um, in that. Right. And for me, I think there's a challenge in, you know, just being patient, uh, being kind, uh, trying to be nice no matter what, uh, trying to move past inconveniences. You know, I don't want my love just to be about me. And in other words, be selfish in my love, you know, selfish, whether that's with my kids or with my wife, you know, I want to kind of have the kind of love that's unselfish, the kind of love that looks out Mm -hmm. for them. It's not just, oh yeah, I love them because you do for me. You know, I mean, truly just be unselfish in your love is I think something that's, that's super important. But here's another question I have. What's the balance between a love that's a bouncy house kind of love where no one gets hurt and a love that's tough? Because one of the things that it seems to me in our world, I've seen it for a long time coming, is, and it's, it's everything from, oh, you can't say certain things. Certain groups, even in America, don't want to use male pronouns or female pronouns. Oh, yeah. They want gender neutral pronouns. Mm-hmm. Uh, some colleges, you know, we can't have, you know, celebrate Christmas because it might hurt somebody's feelings. And so there's been this, you know, safe places at colleges, touchy feely. Yeah. So, I mean, I've seen it come up coming for a long time that, okay, we're creating such a very sensitive nation of people where it's this big bouncy house where we're afraid of anyone getting hurt. And, and we have that part of our society, but then the reality is, yeah, but I can't let you do anything you want to do because you may be hurting yourself. You know, I can't enable a drug addict. And even if that drug addict is my kid, I can't enable your bad behavior because that's only going to, I guess, empower you, enable you to keep doing it. So that's not the loving thing either. So you got this, okay, yeah, we got to love and and love no matter what. But then there's also, yeah, but love isn't always just gushy. No, right. No, love is not always gushy. I think there's a time where we kind of have to unbubble wrap our kids and allow them, you know, to feel that pain, to feel that hurt, you know, and to see, you know, that's what sin is and to be able to show them a little bit of that, that tough love that life isn't always so great, you know, Um, you know, and that the, you know, it's kind of enough of being politically correct all the time without taking out the he or the she or calling somebody binary or whatever, but being biblically correct, you know, and that how God has created us, how he sustained us, you know, that he's our savior. Um, the Bible is controversial and right. Jesus love, you know, saying that he is the only way to heaven. That's a controversial statement, right. you know, but that is love that, you know, through him that you can have eternal life. That's right. love in that, but that is controversial. There's only one way to heaven, right? you know, in well, so, well, sometimes, you know, you've had to tell people, you know, and if I'm close to you, I'll really call it out. You know, if I know you well and I know you're doing something really bad, I don't, I'm not going to typically call out petty stuff. I mean, we're talking big, life changing, life altering, end your marriage kind of stuff. Yeah. Behavior. The elephant in the room. Right. And I'm going to say, hey, you know, that's not right and have no problem saying it because you need to. That's being a friend. A friend isn't, hey, listen. Whether you treat your wife right or not, I'm going to love you and I'm going to be there with you. And and if you leave her and you have a girlfriend, hey, I'm just going to go keep going out with you and your girlfriend. I want to be like, listen, I'm going to have no part of this. You need to get it together. Come on. You know, especially if there's no problem, no reason for it. It's just you found somebody you like better. Yeah. Uh, I think we can take a stand. Now, it says in Ephesians 5, 2, it says, walk in the way of love just as Christ loved us, gave himself up for us. Now, we all agree to that. Walk in the way of love, just as Christ yeah. loved us and he gave himself up for us. And I love that. That's a mandate of Christianity, walk in love. 
But then you look at verse 3, he said, but among you in your Christian fellowship, there must not even be a hint of sexual immorality or of impurity or of greed. These are improper for God's holy people. There shouldn't be obscenity, foolish talk, coarse joking, which are out of place, but rather thanksgiving. For of this you can be sure, no immoral or impure or greedy person, such a person as an idolater, has any inheritance in the kingdom of God. Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of such things, God's wrath comes on those who are disobedient. Therefore, do not be partners with them. Now, he just says, walk, and this is the balance, walk yeah. in the way of love. Yeah, you got to walk in the way of love. But he also says, hey, those who are immoral, doing the wrong thing, don't partner with them. And loving God, God is love, right? Yeah. His wrath is coming on disobedience. And that's one thing, guys, in, in a world where we're talking about what true love is, True love does not ignore problems. True love does not ignore egregious behavior and act like everything's normal when it's not. True love's going to try to help people to, hey, come on, we, we can do better. Because if they don't do better, they're going to hurt themselves and they're going to hurt other people. And I think that should be a big concern to us. Yeah, I, I think there's this kind of this idea that everybody has to agree on everything. When you see it on Facebook, that there is constant arguments of we all have to agree on this, whether it's the virus or a mask thing or the political or whatever, that they, they feel like we have to all agree on it. So we have to have these big arguments on it. But really coming back and, and looking at it, that, you know, it's okay to disagree with one another sure. and to love one another and to say, you know, like you may have a point of view, but I, I love you. But, you know, when it comes to a sin that's in somebody's life of not just looking over it and saying, I'm just going to love them, you know, and forget about it, but actually bringing it to their attention, though it may cause a disagreement in the relationship right. and actually having that disagreement and saying, I love you so much that I'm going to bring this up because it's going to hurt you. Right. Like you were saying. And I think, too, you look in uh, First Corinthians, when they were loving this one guy, and he was doing things that, as Paul said, even pagans aren't this bad. Yeah. And in the church, you guys are celebrating this guy's sin because, hey, we're loving and it's full of grace. And he said, kick that guy out. Now, the reason they did that is so the guy would come back. Yeah, definitely. And he would come back with his life changed. And that's the point. Like, to me, when I've seen things where I've had to step away from people or there's been a situation like that or I've had to be tough— it's not being tough to be tough. It's being tough to bring that person back, to get that person to see the error of their ways because what they're doing is actually hurting themselves, either sometimes their own goals and it's hurting them from achieving what they really want to achieve in their heart's desires, or it's just plain out simply against God's word. And I'm trying to help them to see that. And to me, that's the loving thing to do is not to be quiet and not tell someone the bridge is out because you don't want to hurt their feelings because they're having a nice Sunday drive. You know, well, yeah. I, I've got to tell you what the truth is because a loving person is always going to tell the truth. I think it's, it happens as we grow up. We think as kids, we're disciplined by our parents. You know, don't touch the stove or don't do this or don't do that. But as we grow up, we forget that we, we do make mistakes that need discipline as we get older. We have the police and, and we can be arrested in different things. But to somebody to actually come and to call us out on something and say, like you were saying, that's wrong. You need to stop that. And I think we need to be able to allow people into our lives, you know, whether it's a pastor or whether it's, you know, a friend of yours, an accountability partner that can speak truth into your life and say, hey, where you're going is not good. Right. You need to turn around and you need to stop. And being okay with being offended by what they have to say or maybe being a little upset, but knowing that they care about you and they're trying to guide you back to, to God. 
My wife was mad at me the other day. I told her something. She was upset with me. <laughs> but she came around to say, hey, you know, I realize you say it because you love me and you say it because you're just trying to help me. And it was nothing between yeah. the two of us. It was just, you know, she has a pattern. Sometimes I'm like, hey, you know, that can kind of sometimes affect, you know, how the kids view some of your comments and whatnot. I'm just saying, be careful of this. And yeah, she didn't like it at first, but she realized, you know, that I said it in love. And it says in the Bible, the wounds of a friend can be trusted. Now, you were saying, making a point before we don't have to agree on everything. And one yeah. thing I've learned as a pastor is I can't be all things to all people. Yeah. And I've had people come in and say, hey, you know, my daughter would come to church if you guys would uh, allow her to fly ribbons. And I'm like, well, how long are the ribbons? Well, they're 12 feet long. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, no, uh, we're not going to do that. And it's not, somebody might say, well, that wasn't very loving. Yeah, but I, when you're dealing with a group like that in, in a context of a group and you're running a business, it's not just you and you saying, oh, I don't care if you fly ribbons, but I'm saying in this group, mm-hmm. I got to think about everybody. And that, that's not going to work. It's not our flavor. It's not who we are. And I've always known I don't, to be loving doesn't mean I have to be all things to all people. You know, we have our own flavor. We have our own way of doing things and that's okay to do that in any organization. Yeah. And that should never be classified as unloving just because you have a way you want to do anything. I can't go into a restaurant and say, well, if you don't make me this kind of sandwich, you're not loving. Yeah. <laughs> Because, well, maybe that's not the kind of place that makes that kind of sandwich. You know what I mean? Or I go to a, a place that sells steaks and I want fish and they don't have fish, yeah. which probably they would, but being hypothetical, I'm going to go in there and demand something they don't have and saying, well, you're not a very loving person. Well, no, I just can't go that way. Not about love. So we, we have to be able to realize me being a loving person doesn't mean me being all things to all people or that I have to agree with everything that you think. Yeah, definitely. I think, it, you know, even... I heard a pastor say, you know, that, that can have, go over to programs, you know, with uh, the sacred cows that can be in church of, you know, having a, a bus ministry and we have three kids that come on it, but we're still putting money into that program because it's been something that, that was fantastic in the 70s, right. you know, and, you know, we don't, we don't have to be all things to all people. That may have worked then, but it doesn't work now, and it's okay to, t- to change as the times do change. Right. No, I agree 100%. And I think here's another question I have. Is love the sole message of Christianity? Because you you look at John 3.16, for God so loved the world, he gave his one only son, that whoever believes in him will not perish, but have everlasting life. And that is certainly a core piece of what we believe. God loved this world mm-hmm. so much that he sent his son, Jesus Christ. And that's a message you need to hear. God really does love yes. this world. Yes, definitely. But it's not the only message. There was also a message Jesus Christ said, I came to call sinners to repentance. Yes. John the Baptist talked about repentance. Jesus Christ said, go out and preach uh, repentance and forgiveness or repentance for forgiveness in my name. So you look at it, and he also said, follow me. Jesus Christ didn't just say believe. The Bible didn't just say love. The Bible said, no, there, you got it. this is the way we want you to live. We want your life changing. I mean, Christianity is about changing your life. Yeah. Well, I think that, like you said, there is love, but the other side of it is justice, that God is fully just, and we forget that, you know, that he is fully love, he's fully just, and as humans, we deserve, you know, it says, for the wages of sin is death, you know, and so we do deserve hell, we do deserve the punishment for that, but the second part of Romans 6.23 is, but the gift of God is eternal life, so there is the love in there, that Christ is the propitiation, he is the satisfaction for, you know, God's justice, his demand for justice justice for sin, that Christ took our place and he showed us that love. So we can we can see the justice that needs to be there for sin, but that Christ fulfilled that in dying on the cross and that right. love that he gave us. So I think it, it, it's a both and really right. when we come to it. 
Right. So you, you look at the balance between then, you know, the first question, you know, what's the balance between the bouncy house kind of world we want to create and yeah. tough love. And like you're saying, well, God loves us, but he's also just, and it doesn't mean that God, we're not going to stand and give an account for our lives. It doesn't mean there's uh, no justice or that God isn't holy. All those things are maintained at the same time. And just like we as people, like when I deal with my children, I love my children. I would do anything for my children. Yeah. But because I love my children, there have been times where I've had very difficult conversations with them and telling them about how dangerous their path and some of the things they were kind of play doing it was. And I wasn't going to be the kind of parent that held their hand the whole way going that way. Mm -hmm. I was the kind of parent that said, look, you're going this way and I'm going this way. So just realize that. We're not, we're not going the same way anymore at this point. It's not that yeah. I don't love you, but I can't go down this path with you, and I'm not going to. So, And I think sometimes parents have to say that. Does that mean that I didn't love? No. I said it because I did love. And actually what I found in life is this, that when you love someone and they know it, and you have to tell them hard truth, there's a way, way bigger chance that they're going to come around. Typically, whether it's a parent, um, as a friend, if you tolerate bad behavior and you act like it's no big deal, you will get more of it. You yeah. know, if, if your wife doesn't like how loudly you, you listen to your music going down the road, because I'm always a turn it up guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I drive down the road, turn up the music. If she doesn't like it, she needs to say, turn it down. Yeah. If she doesn't tell me to turn it down, it's always going to be loud. Yeah. Because every time, and, and there, if there's one constant in my marriage, it's been me turning it up and her reaching her hand over and turning it down. And me going back and turning it up a little while later and her going back and turning it down. It's just like, it's been 35 <laughs> years of marriage and 35 years of us wanting yeah. different volume levels. But if she never said anything about it, I it would just get louder and louder, especially as my hearing goes worse and worse. <laughs> well, even, even kind of like what you were saying is I can remember as a kid, um, I had the chance to be on a competitive soccer team that traveled and, oh, uh, cool. that, you know, go on Sundays and different things. And my dad said that you're not going to do that. And I, you know, like, well, how is that not possible that I can't be on this great team? And he said, you're not going to be in church on Sunday if you do that. And he said, right. it's important for me to have you in church. They could have loved me, you know, by that feeling of love and just said, you can go and do whatever you want to do and we'll support you in that. We're going to go to church. And I might've turned out just fine, but I, I think of the actually explaining why I need to be in church, that I needed to be worshiping and that God deserves my worship for all that he has done for me, his death, burial and resurrection on the cross, how he continually builds in my sanctification, that he builds me up in my faith, that I need to be there each Sunday. And I've, I've you know, I've sat down and explained to my kids of, you know, why we go to church, the purpose of it, you know, that it's not just watching it on TV, but it's the fellowship of being here in person right. and talking to other people and being lifted up and encouraged when life is difficult, like it is in 2020, right. and uh, getting that encouragement that we can face the day with each other and with Christ. And I think that builds in that kind of love and kids really see that, but it's a, it's a part of type type of tough love saying, you're not just going to sit at home and watch this. You're going to be involved in right. church. Right. You are part of the church if right. you're a Christian. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think there's a, that, that could be a whole nother subject because yeah, that goes is. on all yeah. the time. To be honest, I think that's a great point that you make. I mean, it's awesome. And I think parents definitely need to hear that because there's a big, well, church is important until church yeah. is important until, which again, it's not really a love topic, but I think it's a great, it's a great point. Church yeah. is important until 
you have a soccer meet or you have a travel team or until, like you said, there's COVID or what have you. And you're saying, hey, you're teaching your kids. You need to make sure you're, you know, we're here in fellowship and why it's important, which I think is a great point. Um, it's also sacrificial. The one thing that I've been challenging myself with is this, you know, be at home, uh, do more, love people. Just it is it's constantly that sacrifice that sacrifice i never want a cold sterile love you know i want the kind of love mm -hmm. that that does include my feelings you know i mean i love our church i love the people that come here um i even love the people that i've had issues with i mean i love them deeply and dearly uh and and that's something you know how you communicate that i think is always a challenge but just by your actions by your words i think by your tone by if you're kind i think all those things uh matter and all those things match i appreciate you being here really and helping us do the show today and uh well, thank you. you know yeah it means a lot and uh hopefully as people listen to it it's going to be helpful to them we appreciate every one of you for tuning in this is the way to go podcast hopefully you, you can go listen to all of them on the uh, church youtube page or on way to go dot uh, either way you want to listen to it you guys have a great and fantastic week